0: What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up guys and gals and welcome to another episode of the boss life with coach bonds Today, I want to talk to you guys about what to do when you're discouraged because it is something that I have noticed has been coming up a lot uh, Not only within my clients within my fitness community and then even with myself and other fellow coaches And the first thing that I want to say guys is that it is completely normal um And so I don't want you to feel like, oh, I got discouraged, so now I'm going to fall off my journey, or I got discouraged, so now I'm going to stop working on my business. So now I got discouraged, and it's just the end of the road for me. And I feel like a lot of people, like that's, that's what we do when we get discouraged. We just throw our hands in the air, and we're like, ah! I'm not even going to try anymore. Why bother? The world's falling down. The sky is falling down. Like all these horrible things that we tell ourselves and we, we just sit in it. And for many reasons, that is why a lot of people don't make it to their goals, whatever they are. So Personally, like I said, I've been feeling discouraged lately, Um, just the usual ups and downs of running your own business. There's so many things, especially during tax season. I'm learning a lot of things that I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. That's why I hire professionals to do stuff for me. Um, Save yourself years of trial and error and pain and money. But um. Yeah, I've just been dealing with some discouragement. Um, I've been slacking on my fitness and I know what you're thinking. You work out twice a day in your Zoom workouts, and no, I don't eat junk food, but just you know, I I'm not like pushing myself like I used to because I just honestly I don't have the time, but I also don't have any sort of structure to get me there. So I hired a coach, so yay, hired my homeboy, Mr. Hightower, ready for him to turn me back into make me great again. But no, I'm aside from the discouragement, I'm extremely excited. Because I always rise from the ashes every time when I get discouraged. It may take me two years. It may take me two months. But that's the thing, guys. Like As you continue to push on on your journey, as you continue to fight and push for your goals, uh, the discouragement periods, depending on how bad they are, they don't last as long. Like when I burnt out several years ago, which is like the premise of Boss Life with Bonds, how to boss up and not let your emotions and your circumstances dictate your joy and dictate your mood and dictate your growth. Um, I stayed down for like two years. And then after that, I'm not going to say bad things didn't happen or life didn't hit me. It definitely still hit me, but I didn't stay down for two years. It, it got shorter each time, each time, each time I got stronger, right? It's kind of like when you work out, when you first work out, you are sore for like a week. And for those of you that keep taking weeks off of your, your fitness, that's why you probably dread starting the workouts because you know you're going to be sore again. But here's the thing. If you stay consistent, the downtimes they get shorter. They're not as bad. You get stronger. So I highly encourage you guys, like when you get discouraged, I encourage you when you get discouraged to not stay down. So the reason why I'm excited about me being in an area of discouragement is because I know that that's where I grow. That's where I have a chance to look back and be like, dang, okay, this sucks. How did we get here? How can we get out of here? Um, what can I learn from this situation? You will make your downtimes in life so much more tolerable if you focus on what you can what can be learned from the situation versus how miserable, pitiful, sad uh, you feel. And that's that's the that's the go-to for most people when they get discouraged is to go into a sad place and start feeling sorry. I'm gonna say feeling sorry for yourself. Because the term pity party makes people really mad. And I used to hate it when when my uh, mentors at church and older women who who had had kids and did the whole single mom life thing would tell me you're feeling sorry for your, you're having a pity party and I'd get so mad at them like how dare they but I look back and it is it's a lot of feeling sorry for yourself and I have a lot of clients right now who are not um, picking themselves back up when they fall into a bad place and they they get stuck in the cycle of feeling sorry for themselves now it's one thing to acknowledge your pain and acknowledge your hurt but to just stay there and just go replay it over and over oh I hate my job and it's so miserable and it's so hard and I can't like I did that for years guys that's why I was down because I just kept feeling sorry for myself instead of doing some of the things that I'm going to go over with for you today keep in mind guys um discouragement or life sorry life is like an ocean I'm gonna give you two analogies for life an ocean and that there's always going to be waves There's going to be times where the the ocean is nice and calm and it's beautiful and it's going to relax. I live on the East Coast, so we have actual waves. Sorry, West Coast and West Florida and California. But over here on on the East Coast of Florida, I'm in Central Florida, but still, you get what I'm saying. I go to the East Coast beaches. They're like 30 minutes away. There are always waves. Some of them are really big and they knock you down. And I literally almost died at Daytona Beach years ago. But I love the ocean, so I always go back and get back in because I love it. I love it so much. I don't let the fact that it knocked me down keep me away from something that I love. That alone will preach. But um, there's always waves. And sometimes it's calm. And sometimes it'll knock you out. But you won't get better at swimming through those waves if you get out every time you get knocked down. You guys need to let that sink in for a second. You're never going to get to the point where you can actually handle the waves of life if you give up every time it gets hard. Another analogy I like to use is that life is like a mountain, um, a mountain range, right? So there's gonna be times when you're in the valley and you're just walking from mountain to mountain, but then there's gonna be times when you gotta go uphill and you gotta go uphill and it's hard and it's hard and it's hard. And then you get to the top of the mountain and then you're so excited, but then you realize, hey, can't stay up here forever. So then you start going downhill again, and that's the discouragement time. Everything's going downhill, downhill, and then you reach the plateau where everything's pretty calm and normal, but then you got to go back up again. Guys, life is not about standing still. Life is not about being complacent. Life is not about hanging out in the plateau area. And if you were at one of my clients tonight, a uh, workout Wednesday or wisdom Wednesday tonight is going to be about plateaus and how to get out of your plateau and why um, it's super important to be honest with your coach about your logging and your workout so that you don't hit a plateau, but that's a totally different story. Um, sorry for those listening to the podcast. I'm also live in my Facebook group and I'm seeing people pop in, but, um, Discouragement is normal. It should not run your life. It should most definitely not be your comfort zone. And it's okay to be down, but don't stay fucking down. And so now I'm going to get into the don'ts of discouragement, things that you should not do. Number one, do not compare your progress to others. Comparison is a thief of joy. There are people that are going to be crushing it and they may have started sooner than you. There may be people that have been doing it longer than you that are looking at you like, wow, she's doing amazing and I've been at it longer. There's always going to be a reason for you to look at someone else's progress, someone else's life and be like, what the heck? Why don't I have what they have? Or or I've been working just as long as they have, or I've been working harder. I deserve that. Like That That should not be a thing that you do. As a matter of fact, I recommend that you do not go on social media first thing in the morning, because what you are doing is showing yourself first thing in the morning, everyone else's lives, how great their lives are going, how great they're looking. And if you do that before you check in with yourself, you are setting your brain up to be comparing yourself to everyone else for the rest of the day. So that is why I do my hour long morning routine. And I get that that's That's not realistic for everyone yet, but you need to spend time with yourself and you most certainly need to not compare yourself to other people, okay? Everyone has different circumstances, different backgrounds. Um, One of my former students who is now like freaking crushing it, kid's going to be a millionaire by the end of the year, um, and he started his business and we're both entrepreneurs and he reached out to me um, a few months ago and asked me like, yo, what what are you making in your business? What are your numbers? I know you're crushing it. And I told him my numbers, and he was just like, oh, okay. And he posts his because he is a financial advisor, so it is not, like, taboo for him to post. It's, like, me posting my my butt progress pics and stuff like that. And so I looked at what he was doing, and I'm like, this kid's only 25 years old. He's just packed up and moved to Columbia. Like, he's, like, he's freaking killing it. He's making – he just made, I think, 100K in one month. And it's real easy. And this And it's not like, oh, my – like, and it literally, like, he was not – like, he – he he has he has worked hard and he got to that number very quickly. I think in the beginning of the year he was not six figures um and now he is five months into the year. But um, if I compared my business, which is fitness and nutrition and mindset, that's a much harder sell than trying to convince people, hey, let me teach you how to invest in stocks so you can get rich. People invest that real quick. But try to get people to invest in themselves and invest in their fitness and invest in their future and their health is very hard to do. So I would get discouraged comparing my business to his business. And one day I woke up and I'm like, I'm comparing apples and oranges. And also, I don't have the same outcome goals as him. Like, I think that's what he wants to do. I want to be the number one motivational speaker in the world. I want to be a best-selling author. That doesn't mean getting to the top and being the richest woman right now. It means influencing, encouraging, motivating, standing by as many people as I can and showing the world like, hey, I, I, I can do this. And then that sort of thing will come. So guys, you have to realize that sometimes you're comparing your journey to people like apples and oranges. Their outcome is a little bit different than yours. Your background is a little bit different than yours. And while we're on that, um, one day he explained to me, he's like, You know, sales comes naturally to me. He was an immigrant. His parents, are, his, fam- his parents were immigrants. They came here to this country. They did not speak English, so they had to be entrepreneurs. They had to learn how to run a business. And because they didn't speak English, they relied on their son, their young son, my former student, that kid to do their business transactions. So as an early age, he's been selling since he was like a kid. So it makes sense that now that he owns his own business, he is soaring because that is his background, like his background in sales. My background was being afraid of sales, thinking salespeople were sleazy, and also thinking that having a lot of money was a bad thing and it made you a bad person. So sometimes you guys are comparing your progress to others and you have completely different backgrounds. Some of you have limiting beliefs like I had that you have to get rid of in order for you to get to where you want to be. So comparing yourself to someone whose background does not look the same as yours is just insane and it's irresponsible on your part. Do not compare your progress to other people's. Number two, don'ts of discouragement. Don't talk negatively about yourself or dwell on negative aspects. Remember I said if you are watching other people first thing in the morning, you're literally like programming your mind to compare yourself to other people. Well, when you talk negatively about yourself, that's like the programming. Imagine your body, you, you're a computer and the computer can only function how it's programmed. And every negative thought, every negative sentence, everything that you say about yourself, you're typing it in, you're telling the computer how to function. Or I don't, I don't, um, you know, moment of transparency. I don't know how you program a computer right? So obviously, you probably don't type into the computer yet. But even here, stay with me. Um, The things that you say to yourself and the things that you dwell on, they're like the soundtrack to your head. And so you're creating this very melancholy, very negative, not uplifting soundtrack every time you talk bad about yourself. Well, I'm never gonna lose this weight. I could never start a business. Starting a business is too hard. And every negative thought that you have is like a little seed that you are planting in your head and you keep watering it when you continue to talk the negative things. Every time, let's say you say, I'm always late everywhere. And so then you show up late places because you have told yourself I'm always late. And so you showing up late is watering that seed. And so now you have a whole plant. You have a whole garden of negative thoughts that have turned into negative actions. That's what you do when you talk negatively about yourself. And that's why I'm so big on affirmations. And some of my newer clients think they're a waste of time. And I'm like, well, how's what you've been doing? How's that working out? Got it. So guys, number two, don't talk negatively about yourself and don't dwell on the negative aspects if you are feeling discouraged. Number three, don't ignore the problem because chances are it's going to be back if you don't do something about it. So many people get discouraged and instead of having some time of like self-reflection, they go watch TV. Instead of having time of like self-actualization, they go they go drink and go talk and like, like bury their problems. Or they go and they smoke and they get high and they just get lost in their thoughts and, and then go back to, you know, the first thing, just feeling sorry for themselves. And, you know, then they fall asleep and wake up and start over and they have done nothing to fix the problem. Nothing at all. You can't ignore the problem. It's not going to go away. That's like if you're right on, late on your rent and instead of trying to maybe uh, Instacart or Uber or um, find other ways to make money, you just sit there and you, you you smoke instead or you go drink instead or you just spend what little bit of money you have because you don't think that any of your efforts are going to work. Guys, you can't ignore your problems. They don't just go away. I'm having a problem. There's something in my business that I'm not like that I don't have fine tuned yet. And for the first several months, I just ignored it. But because I had ignored it, the problem has gotten bigger. And now it has me at the state where I'm discouraged. Why? Because I ignored the problem. And so I had to sit down with myself and get get hyper focused on what is going to help me overcome this obstacle. And some of you guys just ignore it. And you wonder why you get discouraged so often. You wonder why you keep falling off because there's something missing. And there's a fine line between being real with yourself and beating yourself up. And you have to find it. You have to realize where the the line is drawn between you just thinking about things that you can do better versus talking to yourself like an actual piece of trash, which you are not. So don't ignore the problem, guys. It's not going to get better on its own. Number four, my last don't things to do. Don'ts, don'ts, don'ts of of discouragement is do not, don't under any circumstances, take advice from people whose lives don't look like how you want yours to be. Now that's hard because chances are you may not have the best support system. Your brother, your cousin, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your best friend, your coworkers. um, You can't always choose your family um and sometimes you can't always choose your job at least not in the beginning um you sometimes you gotta take what you gotta take and my son is working at a restaurant right actually he's quitting that place thank god because it's toxic and my son is an artist and not just a musical artist but he is artistic in so many different ways he can write he can he can draw he can design clothes like he's andre's fucking amazing and he's working in a kitchen full of people adults that have given up on their dreams given up on their hopes go in there and complain and cry every single day like children can't work as fast as him can't multi like and it's draining him and they tell him things like his dreams aren't going to be able to come true or oh Andre thinks he's a rapper like you know like and if he had listened to some of these people he wouldn't be a verified artist right now he would have given up on his dream like they did and be stuck where they are my niece was working at a popular restaurant that overcharges for sandwiches but has Wi-Fi and comfortable seats and outlets. I'm not going to say any names, but y'all know who you are. You should not be paying $14 for a half a sandwich. Anywho, um at that place when, when, when students – because if you've been there, you know that it's mostly employed by, like, high school students, if you've ever noticed that. And um, – When she said she was going to college, they were like, oh, don't do that. Like, they were discouraging her. They wanted her to stay and become a manager and live this thing. Guys, don't take advice from people whose lives don't look like how you want. Unless your dream is to become a GM of a restaurant, don't be listening to the restaurant managers who, from what I've experienced 15 years in the industry, a lot of them are not happy. A lot of them, I don't want to say they settled, but... They make good money and they may not necessarily enjoy their job. Some places are wonderful, but the majority of the managers that I've worked with hated their job and were not very happy with their lives. I would never take advice from some of those people. The happiest managers that I know, especially here in Orlando, at least, because we have a lot of business. (laughs) This is tourist capital. Like These managers get ran into the ground. Don't take advice from people who have given up on their dreams. Don't take advice from people who have never stepped out of their comfort zone. And I'm not saying that restaurant managers don't. It was just an example. Um, I've had managers like laugh at me when I tell them my dreams or what I was going to do or why I was quitting my job to start my own business. And some of them have been like, yo, she's freaking right. And I've left the industry and started to do the same thing. And I'm so freaking happy for them. But some of them are watching from a distance and I can't. I feel so fucking good knowing that they see me Doing what they said I couldn't do. I don't take advice from people whose lives don't look like how I want to live. I don't take advice from people who don't take chances. When I said that I wanted to invest in a $4,000 business coach, my friend told me, oh, you're going to be in a cult. Yeah, I'm in a cult of freaking winners. Yep. I'd rather be in a cult with millionaires and people who are changing people's lives, starting businesses, starting foundations, starting programs that and that 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 hire virtual assistants overseas to help them make money in their in their countries where they don't make a lot of money. Yeah, I'll I'll be with that cult because you're in the same spot where you are when we stopped being friends. So, guys, don't take advice from people whose lives don't look like how you want to. Now for the giddies what you should do when you are feeling discouraged. Do, number one, do look back at your accomplishments. There's a reason why, and this is specifically to you guys in the fitness community watching this live right now. There is a reason why I have you post your Wednesday wins. There is a reason why I, I have my clients um, talk about what they did well every time I hop on a coaching call. Because too often, we are forgetful as humans. We forget all of the things that we've done. We forget the baby steps that we took to get here. We forget, we forget, we forget. And when you forget what you have already accomplished, it makes it very easy to feel discouraged about what you have yet to accomplish. Right? When you can't remember that, hey, I remember I was afraid to go to the gym and now I'm here. Or hey, I remember when I did not think that I could apply for this job and now I've just got a promotion. Hey, like you just, we get so focused on the fact that we're not rapidly rising to the top. That we get discouraged. And that's, that's one of the the number one ways to, to stay down guys. So look back at your accomplishments and do it often. I, I have a morning ritual that involves me writing down what I'm proud of every single day. And I want to switch it to the nighttime because sometimes in the morning, my brain is like, you haven't done anything. She's crazy. Um, But at nighttime, I can stop and be like, wow, you filmed a podcast. You went live not once, not twice, but three times in another coach's group and your Facebook. This is snap. You attended a meeting. You updated workout programs. You did a lot, Bonnie. Sometimes I need to remember like what I have accomplished. And right now, as we speak, I'm looking at my five trophies from Toastmasters. It would have been six if I voted for myself last week, but whatever. Um... Remember your accomplishments, guys, and stop focusing on what you have yet to achieve, and focus on what you've already done. And remind yourself and be encouraged by that. Number two, do your affirmations and encourage yourself. It's pretty similar to the last one, except affirmations. If you don't know, you speak them in the pr- like in the future, like you speak about things that are that you hope to be as if they already are. So if you hope to be fit, strong, and confident, don't say, I'm going to be fit, strong, and confident. Say, I am fit, strong, and confident. If you want to become a CEO, don't say, one day I'm going to be a CEO. I am the CEO of my own company. And I know that sounds crazy, but you keep repeating that to yourself the same way you repeat, I'm lazy, I'm fat, I'm always late, I can't do anything. And if you can show up for yourself with those negative affirmations, imagine how you can show up for yourself with the positive affirmations. Gas yourself the fuck up as often as you can. I don't just do mine in the morning. I do them throughout the day. When when I get a rejection, when I get a no on the phone, or when somebody ghosts me in the DMs, or when somebody ghosts me after they say they're going to come work with me, I don't go into a pity party anymore like I used to. I'm like, you're the freaking number one coach out there for them, and that is their loss. You are helping change lives, and you are making a difference, Bonnie. Yes, you are, girl. This is the kind of talk that I have with myself and this is what keeps me going. This is what I had to do today when I was sitting there about to break down and cry because I felt like I'm not getting anywhere, man. I'm in the same place. That was the sad bitch talking and bad bitch Bonnie was like, are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Do you want to go down the list of things that you've accomplished? Because I see them. I'm sorry you don't. I'll let you know. Dude, encourage yourselves. Do affirmations. Number three really strong one. Remember your why. Remember why you started. For those of you watching in the Facebook community, like I have my vision board and I have the beautiful place that I want to live up there over the lake. I have my podcast up there. I have how much money I want to make this year. I have the physique that I want to have. And and whenever I get discouraged, like don't want to do workouts, I look at the picture of how I I want my physique to look. I look at the place that I want to live and how living in a place like that ain't just going to fall out the blue sky. I got to bust ass for that. I remember how much I want to make this year. And again, that ain't just going to fall out the blue sky. I remember all of the things that I hope to accomplish and and why they're important to me then I wipe my tears pull my big girl pants up put my hoodie on or my hat and we just keep grinding remember why you started and if why you started does not get you hype then you need a new why your why is what will get you out of bed when you want to sleep in. Your why is why you keep fighting even though you don't see a win. Your why is 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 why you're doing it. And if why you're doing it isn't important, then you're right. There is no point. You might as well quit. Your why has got to be so strong that you don't ever want to stop. Even when you get discouraged, you remind yourself, like, I'm pushing after this and it's hard, but you know what? I can't wait till I have A, B, C, and D, or I'm going to be so freaking happy when I have, you know, when my stomach is not hanging over my bikini anymore, or, or when I don't have to, to work when someone tells me to, I don't have to be on call. Remember your why. It's why you got started and it's why you're going to keep going. Number four, what to do when you're discouraged. Get effing real sometimes. Sometimes. Like how I said on the the don'ts, like people don't, don't like beat yourself up and don't ignore the problem. Um, on this one, you need to, this is, this is the opposite of that one. You need to pay attention to what the problem is. Do, do a self-inventory weekly, monthly, even at the end of the day and see what could have done better. What do we need to work on? What needs more attention? Little, little disciplines like that are going to go a long way for you. So do, pay attention to what you could have done better. Sometimes I have clients who are um, disappointed that they're not losing weight fast enough. And I'm not talking about people who have metabolisms that are slowed down or people that have hormonal um, or just other issues. I'm talking about people who don't do their weekly check-ins, who don't log their food, who don't do their workouts. And they're like, this isn't working. I'm like, that's because you're not doing the things that uh, you're supposed to do for it to work. Sometimes you do have to get effing real with yourself. Am I showing up and giving 100% every day? And that is hard to expect. So are you giving 80? Are you giving 70? Are you even trying at all? Or are you allowing your discouragement to be the summation of who you are? Are you allowing old habits to come back in? Maybe you started off real strong. And because you thought you had it, you started going backwards. And you started like, you know, oh, I can do this because I, I I work out now. That was me. Oh, I can drink again, like frequently because I exercise. Oh, I can do A, B, C, and D. Like I can, I can, I can spend a lot of money. I'm good with money now. Now you're back in the rut of never having money for anything. Sometimes you got to get effing real with yourself. And that is something you need to do when you get discouraged. Instead of having a pity party, open your eyes and be like, all right, what's actually happening here Am I really just not getting closer to my goal of owning a home? Am I really not getting hired by anyone? Am I really um, not whatever it is? Or is it just that I'm not doing everything that I need to be doing? I'm giving forth a little bit of effort. I'm putting you know, uh, minimum wage efforts in and expecting like millionaire returns. Is that what we're doing? And I guarantee you that that is it. And then also something to consider. Is that the amount of effort, the amount of discipline, the amount of focus... They got you to level one is not going to be the same amount of focus, discipline, and effort that's going to get you to number two, to level three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have to continually step your game up. That's on my vision board. It says, Bon, step it the fuck up this year. So when I make a post, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, is this something Bonnie from last year would post? Yeah, it is. Well, then you need to step it up. Your picture quality needs to be better. Your captions need to be better. The way that you connect with people needs to be better. When I'm working out, am I just going through the motions or am I making sure that I'm breathing, embracing my core, and getting mind and muscle activation every Every single time you got to step it up and get real with yourself. Are you doing everything that you can and putting forth your best effort? Because if that's the case, then sometimes you just got to wait and be patient. But if you're not putting forth your best foot and your best effort and staying consistent, get effing real. Okay. And the last one, do the last do of discouragement. Number five is to seek wise counsel on the don't. I was like don't don't talk to people who, you know, ain't got nothing good to say, right? But on this one, I'm challenging you to seek wise counsel. And most of us don't want to do that because the wise counsel, the 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 older, wiser, maybe not even older, maybe just the wiser person, is going to tell you things that you don't want to hear. Like, yeah, you do need to probably not drink so much on the weekends. You do need to not sit there and just eat out of an open bag of potato chips, stuff in your face. You probably do need to portion out enough chips so that you don't go over what will make you gain weight. That's not being rude. That's being real. That's science. Yes, you do need to maybe not drink so much on the weekend because it affects you for up to 72 hours. And when you show up Monday, you're not putting your best foot forward. And that's why nobody wants to give you a freaking promotion. Speak to someone who's going to give you constructive criticism and then also like toughen up, learn to take it, learn to apply it, learn to get better. Because if not, you're always going to be in this state of suck and feeling down on yourself because you just won't do these simple things. So I want to wrap up with reminding you guys that it is completely normal to feel discouraged. Coach Bonds is discouraged, but doing this podcast helped me remember why I don't stay down. I'm not telling you guys to, oh, I'm not discouraged. I'm not discouraged to like fake affirmation yourself out of that feeling. But what I am saying is acknowledge that. Acknowledge I'm feeling down. And then do what I teach my clients to do. Talk yourself through that moment. Coach yourself through that moment. Once you say I'm discouraged, it can go one of two ways. You can either start spiraling downward and start negative self-talking and pity partying yourself and drinking and smoking and Netflixing and sitting around and doing nothing productive, talking to people who don't know anything. You can do that way. You can do the list of don'ts. Or you can, you can, I'm feeling discouraged. You can stop in that moment and be like, yeah, I'm not happy. But remember that one time that I did this? and remember that I did that. And I remember I did that. Yeah, I did. And you are going to make it. You are this CEO. You are A, B, C, and D. Do the affirmations. And remember, you started this because it was so important to you to prove to your mom. It's so important to you to prove to yourself. You see what, you see where I'm going with this? Start. You can spiral upward or you can spiral downward. I'm not saying ignore the discouragement, but you have two choices. You don't have to go downward with your discouragement. You have the opportunity and the choice to go up. So many people quit once they hit one or two or even several bumps. And what you're missing is that overcoming these bumps is going to give you the confidence that you want. Overcoming these bumps is going to be what's make you tough. And most people don't have mental toughness because they give up so quick. You don't want what you don't have what you want in life because you don't fight for it. People that have what they want, those girls with those bodies, those guys with those bodies, dude that's really skinny and can't gain weight. I'm sorry. It is a tough process. You got to eat. You got to eat. You got to keep lifting. You got to eat. You got to keep lifting. It is a tough process. But if you don't fight for what you want, you won't have it. Girls that want to lose weight or tone or whatever, are you fighting for that? Or are you giving up when, oh, well, there's a party or oh there's the holiday? That's my favorite one is people that complain that they're not where they want to be yet. And I'm like, well, every time a freaking holiday comes around, you decide that you don't have to stick to your stuff. And I know that we're all into self-love and encouragement yet yeah, and going easy. And I'm here for that as well. But also when your goals are really important, you don't make excuses. When I went through my weight loss journey, the holidays came. I didn't quit. I didn't decide, oh, I'm going to go fucking ham because it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. I wanted it. So I pushed through and because of that, I'm mentally tougher. And because of that, now I'm able to go through tougher things. Breakthrough can happen, guys. But if you break down and you stay down, you're never going to get to where you want to be. That is all that I have for you guys today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you got value from this podcast, remember, I work solely by myself. I am payroll. I'm accounting. I'm social media. I am the head coach. And so if you enjoyed what you heard today, please do me a favor when you're listening to this. Take a screenshot and tag me at Body by Bonds. B-O-D-Y-B-Y B-O-N-S. And that's on Instagram. And if you're on TikTok, you can go ahead and give me a follow at BossBodBonds. I'm a life and fitness coach so you're going to have a little bit of uh, mindset, a little bit of motivation and nutrition on my pages as well so if you need that daily kick in the ass or you need some inspiration, be sure to check your girl out. If you are wanting to be a part of my free fitness and motivation community on Facebook, you can find us at Boss Up Fitness Community with Coach Bonds and last but not least, if you are needing a little more guidance and accountability and direction with your life and fitness goals, you can click the link on my bio on Instagram to apply to Work with me and have me as your personal coach. One in every three life coaching clients I've had has started their own business, has quitted a job or quit a job they hated, gotten a promotion, left a toxic relationship, or simply done a 180 in their life. And if that's what you're looking to do, let's talk and see if I can get you there. My name is Coach Bonds and I am out. Peace!